the teaching, or not Miss Brand, sorry, I'm, I'm off my notes, the two and three-year-old room. But before I do that, we also have a couple other rooms that also, as most of you know, we have the, the infant room, the baby room that is, that is really, really hard that Miss Shelby heads up and runs and takes care of your, your babies while you can come enjoy church service. We also have a one- and two-year-old room, which we have a few of them up here, which is awesome to see. We don't have a set reading curriculum, as, as you know. If you've seen some of them right now, it's pretty hard to make them sit for more than 30 seconds. But we do do activities back there. There's, there's games. There's, there's readings. They read books. There are some things that they do teach. Again, it's not just another area of babysitting your kids just because they're young. We try to play worship music. We've got videos and audio for them in that back room as well. So uh, as far as this service is, is going to go, we're going to start with the two- and three-year-old room. So any two- and three-year-olds that went back to your seats and want to come up, moms, dad, if you're uncomfortable letting them go, you can come up with them. Have them sit down on the floor right here. And uh, Miss uh, Ashley, where is Miss Ashley? There she is, right? She's ready before I am. So Miss Ashley is going to get ready to teach her class. So if you want to follow along with, uh, it's called the family page. This is what they're going to be teaching your kids uh, on this lesson 10. And you're going to get to hear what they do on a week-in and week-out basis. The one thing that I do want to stress is that there's a color page on the back side of that. All your kids should have gotten crayons to sit there and color. A lot of them should have them in their seats or crayons are out in the auditorium if they didn't get any. But week in and week out, this lesson is getting taught to all of your kids. The back page is the lesson that, that actually gets taught, but there's activity as a family to go home and do with your kids. Maybe discuss it at the dinner table. Sit down in the living room, shut off their iPad for five minutes or something, and sit there and go over this curriculum with them. I know a lot of people uh, have always seen the color pages come out of there, but there's also activities for you parents to keep your kids involved throughout the week with them as well. So I'm going to hand it over to Miss Ashley over here to, to start teaching her group of kids. And, and just go through this lesson plan, how they would do it on a weekly basis. Miss Ash, it's all you. One game of Simon Says. Who knows how to play Simon Says? Okay, can everybody stand up for me? So when I say, Simon says, you have to do whatever I say. So Simon says, put your hand on your head. If I say, put your hand on your belly, don't do it because Simon didn't say. Okay? Simon says, touch your toes. Simon says, put your hands up to the sky. Simon says, turn in a circle. Sit down. Oh, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. All right, now we're going to go really, really fast. Are you ready? Okay, shake your hands out, get ready. Okay, Simon says, put your hands on your head. Simon says, put your hands on your belly. Touch your toes. Oh, don't do it. Simon says... <laughs> There's one every time. Okay, Simon says, sit down really slow. Simon says, go, shh. All right, Simon says, sit crisscross applesauce. Good job. 
What do you think happens? Do you do better at the game when you follow what Simon says? Yes. And that is what happens in our life when God tells us to do something and we listen. It just works so good. So today we are going to read a story out of the Bible about a man named Samuel. Who's excited? So every time, all right, listen, every time I say Samuel, I want you to put your hands on your ear like you're listening. Can you do that for me? Put your hands on your ear. Be a really good listener. And every time you hear me say, God, put your hands on your mouth like you're speaking. Okay? And you can do both hands if you want. I only have one hand. God. Okay. Hannah loved God. She wanted to, good job. She wanted to have a baby, but she was not able to have any children. Hannah and her husband went to the tabernacle. She prayed to God. If you will give me a baby boy, I will see that he serves you all his life. Now, Eli was a priest. Everybody say Eli. Eli. He saw Hannah praying. She explained, I am crying out to the Lord because I want him to answer my prayer. Eli gently told her, go in peace and may God give you what you asked for. Sure enough. Hannah and her husband had a baby boy. Thank you. They thanked God for their new son. They named him Samuel. Put it on your ear. When Samuel was a little boy, Hannah brought him to live at the tabernacle. She had promised God that Samuel would serve him all his life. The priest, Eli, would now take care of Samuel. He would teach Samuel about God. One night while Samuel was sleeping, he heard a voice say, Samuel! He ran to Eli and said, here I am. But Eli said, I did not call you. Do you think he woke him up? Do you think he woke Eli up in the middle of the night? Is that silly? Do you ever do that to your mom and dad? Wake them up in the middle of the night? Never, huh? Then Samuel, put your hands on your ears. Then Samuel went back to bed. Can you show me what it looks like to go to sleep? Everybody close your eyes. He went back to bed. Samuel heard a voice call his name two more times. Everybody show me two. Each time Samuel ran to Eli. Finally, Eli told Samuel, I think God is speaking to you. Next time, say, yes, Lord, I am listening. Then Samuel went back to bed. Samuel, Samuel, the voice said again. This time, Samuel answered, yes, Lord, I am listening. From that moment on, Samuel gave messages to God's people. He was a special prophet of God. We're almost done. Everybody show me Samuel. Everybody show me God. When Samuel was an old man, God's people said, we want a king to rule over us. Samuel asked God for help. God told Samuel to warn the people. Put your hand out like you're going to give somebody a warning. (laughs) That never happens at home either, huh? God told Samuel to warn the people about all the trouble a king could bring. A king would make the young men join his army 
and the people would have to give all their best things they own to support the king. Would you want to give your toys away to a king? Samuel, put your hand on your ear, warned the people, but they still would not listen. Then God told Samuel to give them a king. God said, give them what they asked for, huh? God led Samuel to a man named Saul. Everybody say Saul. Samuel poured oil on Saul's head. This was a sign that Saul was God's choice for their new king. Saul hid because he was so shy. Can you pretend like you're shy? The people found him. Then Samuel said, here is your king. Everyone cheered and shouted, long live the king. Say long live the king. king. All right, guys. So what we find up finding out is that the king does not always treat people the best. And that sometimes they have to give up their toys, okay? So listen to this. Saul was a really good king for about 20 years. Then, uh uh-oh, sit still. Then he began to disobey God. God was sorry that he had made Saul the king. God said, oh, no, I knew that wasn't the best choice, but I let them have it because they wanted it. Samuel was sad about it, too. God, say God, sent Samuel to a man named Jesse to find a new king. When Samuel met Jesse, he said, I would like to meet your sons. When Samuel saw them, he thought, these are strong-looking men. God said, I do not look at the outside of a person. I look at the inside of a person. I look at the heart. Hey, Samuel asked Jesse, do you have another son? Jesse said, yes, his name is David. He is out in the field with the sheep. Samuel asked to see him. So then David has a very special job from God that we're going to find out about next week. So what? Yes, ma'am. You're right. Do you think that's coming next week? Yes. You're so good. Okay, guys. So what we're going to do is when you go back to your seat, You are going to have this super special page. Does anybody know what this is a picture of? What do you think it's a picture of? Yes, Samuel is waking up Eli. Good job. So you guys can color this. And can you say, when we listen to God, things always work out. All right, thank you guys. You can head back to your mom and dad, or if you're four or five, wait right here. Give them all a round of applause. (laughs) All right. Okay, so as as Miss Ann starts transitioning into her classroom, so any any pre-K or kindergartners or anybody, again, anybody who wants to come and still sit up in this front row in this carpet, have at it. So anybody that's in the pre-K and kindergarten room, you can come back up and sit on this carpet while Miss Brianne gets ready. But I got a couple things to say next. Rain, rain. All right. So I'm sure you guys are probably going to appreciate this is going to be the most favorite portion of the service as well, just like it is in the back room. 
Everybody knows now it's snack time in the back room. Yes. So I got enough for everybody that should be in this auditorium. I didn't exclude the kids, so I know you bigger kids sitting in here want some. I know you're going to grab them anyway. Don't be afraid. Don't act like you, you don't want a gummy worm or a gummy bear. You just go ahead and dig your hands in there and get some. All right? So I want to thank Josh and Nicole for and all the middle schoolers and high schoolers that are actually handing out and serving this church as well. We couldn't fit a complete Gen Now service all together as a complete takeover, but with these kids' heart, these young middle schoolers and high schoolers' hearts, there's transitioning and stepping in how to serve this church and how to serve others as well. Josh and Nicole do a great job of doing that, so we appreciate their help and their service as, as we go along. I also wanted to mention, too, uh, for those of you that do have little babies uh, that might need some help, I am leaving. I should have said this at the beginning of service. That's my fault. I apologize. If you do have a little baby that needs tending to, I am leaving the nursery room open for mothers to go back there and take care of their kids. And obviously, the nursing room is always open as, as, as every weekend as, as usual. But if you do need to decide to get up and need to take your little one out, we are going to leave that, that little classroom open for, for you and the, and the babies to, to take care of. So other than that, everybody, we're just going to keep rolling with it. Get your snacks. It's not bugging me. We're used to people not paying attention to us. So we're just going to keep on rolling. Eat your gummy worms. Get your crackers. Yeah, there, see, I, Mark Fellini, I knew I saved him an extra gummy bears for him too. So just keep passing them out. And we're going to roll on with Miss Brian. We are going to start doing the pre-K and kindergarten room and her team. So that's the other page that's on your seat, plan number seven. So if you want to follow along, again, there's always an activity for parents to take home and get involved throughout the week with your kids and talk and discuss it uh, as they do in church. And again, there's an activity and a color page on the back form as well. So I'm going to hand this off to Miss Brianne and her team, and we'll keep rolling right along. Okay, well, I broke, my, I broke the mic. Just saying. Yep. Sorry. I didn't mean to. I did. I didn't want to. Oh, no. Maybe it is working. Sorry. Can you? All right. Hi, guys. I'm Miss Brianne. Um, we are in the two and three, or the pre-K room, and I have Miss Lainey with me in my room, and Miss Corey, and Miss Mary. Just put it in my pocket. Thank you. All right. So the first thing we're going to do is pass out our Bibles, because we know our Bibles are the Word of God, and that is how we learn how to act like God. Who has one? Do you want mine? Awesome. All right. Can I have all of you guys hold up your Bible, please? So we just have our little Bibles. Our little Bibles. All right. I told Greg I didn't want to be mic'd because we sing our Bible song. Do you guys remember our Bible song? All right. So remember our sign language. Can you guys do this with me? B I B L E. You ready? So hold up your Bible. Snack in one hand, Bible in the other. You ready? So the B-I-B-L-E. Yes, that's the book for me. Ready? You stomp. I stand alone on the word of God. The B-I-B-L-E. Good job. All right. So today we're going to learn about the word forgiveness. Can you guys do this? It's like you're brushing off your hands. This is sign language for forgive. Who knows what it means to forgive somebody? 
do when you forgive somebody? Yeah. forgive um that means like i'm sorry very good you guys hear what she said who else can give me an example when you maybe have been forgiven or that you've forgiven somebody else anybody else death the rose oh i like that you say sorry in a nice voice so let <laughs> her run with that <laughs> All right. You always wanted in the back room. No. Not now she's eaten. Do you want to tell us what it means to forgive? Go ahead. Ooh, I like that. They do something to you that doesn't make you feel good. I like that. So that's what our story is going to be about today is about a king that had to forgive. So Miss Ashley told us about a king that wasn't so nice. So today we're going to talk about a king that was very nice. So Jesus tells us in our Bible. So I'm going to open all the way up to Matthew 8. Do you guys want to open up your Bibles? I don't have a Bible. It's okay. We'll try to get more. Find somebody that has one. All right. So our story today is about forgiveness. Who remembers what forgiveness is? Remember, show me on your hands what forgiveness is. Very good. Forgiveness. All right. That's going to come in handy later. So our story today, it says Jesus tried to make his followers understand how important forgiveness was. Peter said, Lord, how many times should I forgive somebody who has wronged me? Ooh, up to seven times. Show me seven on your fingers. That's a lot of times to ask forgiveness. I probably do that a lot more than that, though. Jesus looked him straight in the eye and says, don't forgive him seven times. Forgive him 77 times. Oh, my goodness. He answered. Then he continued. Hi, buddy. Yeah, you forgive, huh? The kingdom of heaven is like the master whose servants owed him a great deal of money. Can you guys show me a king? So, like, you have a crown on your head? If you're the king, do you have a lot of money? You do, right? We have lots of money if you're a king. So, if you owed the king money, do you think the king would want his money? Probably, huh? All right. It says, the king, oh, let me find where we're at. The king in heaven, the kingdom of heaven is like the master who owed his servant a great deal of money. The man could not pay, and he begged his master for more time. What does it look like to beg? How many of you guys have ever begged your parents for something? Please, please forgive me. We've asked our parents that before too, right? The king master canceled all of the debts. He said, you can have whatever you want. You don't have to repay it. It said his servant was owed a small amount of money. Can you guys show me small in your fingers? Just itty bitty. Small, right? By another servant, and he wouldn't pay him back. said uh, the amount of money that the servant owed, he couldn't pay him back, and he had a second servant thrown in prison. So the second man, the man that was forgiven, went up to his friend and said, Hey, you stole my money, and I want it back. Do you think that he showed forgiveness like he was shown by the king? You would think so, but he didn't. He said, nope, you have to go to prison because you owe me money. It's not nice, is it? No. 
And it said, I canceled your debt because you begged me. You, the king told him, you should have shown the same mercy that I showed you. He was furious that he handed the man over to the jailer and he was now put in prison, in jail. Good job. So I want to ask you a question. If the king, if the king showed the same mercy, same to shown forgiveness that the other one showed, do you think, that the, the debtor should have showed the forgiveness to his friends? Yeah. How many of you guys have ever had to forgive maybe your brother or sister or your friends at school? Have you had to forgive somebody? Yeah. So that goes right into our Bible verse today. So our Bible verse is way over the, sorry. Thank you, Miss Corey. Mr. Kyle, thank you. Our Bible verse today is forgive others and you will be forgiven. Can you guys show me forgive again on your hands? You ready? So in our room, in order to go play, you have to do the Bible verse. And so we usually have um, motions that go with our Bible verses to help the kids, right? Whole brain teaching um, that help the kids understand it. So our Bible verse today, so I want you guys all to stand up with me. You guys don't have to stand up. Well, you can if you want, I guess. All right. So you ready? Before you get to go play, well, not really, before you get to go back to your parents or color your thing. So we're going to do our Bible verse. Ready? Forgive. So you can be forgiven. Good job. All right, let's do it one more time. Let's do it in our loudest voice. Are you ready? Forgive so you can be forgiven. Good job. Luke 6, 37. Good job. All right, so we have a coloring page for you guys. I have some up here if you guys don't have any. But this is this picture of somebody that's forgiven. Because do we have to forgive our friends all the time? Yeah. So this happens in my house all the time. Somebody knocked over her blocks. And she says, you are forgiven. Just like God's forgiven us. Sometimes I push people. That's not nice. Sometimes I yell at people. And that's not nice. And we have to ask for forgiveness. And that's what our Bible story is. So these are on your pages. And then our story is on the back as well. So, All right. All right. You guys want your story? Give them all a big hand. Do you have one? Great job. These teachers and ministers make it so easy for, make it look so easy to go do, but that's where their hearts and their direction and drive are to watch these kids thrive in the Word of God. So we are going to transition. Did everybody get a snack? It's awful quiet in here for kids, church. Huh? Y'all got your mouths full of food, that's why. uh, All right. So we are going to transition into the big auditorium, which consists of our first through fifth grade classrooms. And we've got three great ministers that are going to do a little example of what they do in the back. That room was just a little bit, for coming up here, was just a little bit difficult, but they pulled it off because they do so many different activities and engage those kids through the Holy Spirit and do a lot of different things, and we weren't quite sure what that was going to look like up here, but they got together and and put their heads together, and just like they do week in and week out, and really put a plan together, so I hope this will make sense to you, so if you are in first, you know, you go, first through fifth graders, you're old enough not to be shy and come up here, and if I find one of you, I'm going to come get you, I'll just walk around while they talk, and I'll just grab you, bring you up. All right, first through fifth grade, come on up. I do want to mention some of this just with this service real quick that 
here in these last few weeks, we've been averaging 70 to 90 kids in that back auditorium. Yes. That's, uh, and some of them, obviously, just like the rest of us, this isn't the easiest deal to get up here on this stage and do what, what they're about to get ready to do. So some of the kids are shy, but so you're not really seeing the full front of what they're doing back there with, with up to 95 kids in the back room. But that's a testimony of how great these teachers are, how well they teach, and those kids want to come back week in and week out to come back to see what these ministers want to teach them. So that's a testimony to you all and to these teachers to bring that many kids back back into the back room in, in, in this church. So I'm going to let Miss Cody take over, and then we'll roll on from there in the first through fifth grade room. distraction and faithfulness so obedience distraction and faithfulness we're all being obedient by coming to church here today which is awesome i love seeing everybody that's came up here how about the distractions we have in this room today a little more distracting than usual right but we're going to learn about two different ways when jesus called disciples to follow him so we have two separate verses the first are the first disciples he called and I'm going to have Weston read that for us. So he's going to come up and help me out. Jesus was walking by Lake Galilee. He saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and Peter's, and Simon's brother, Andrew. The brothers were fishermen, and they were fishing in the lake with a net. Jesus said, come follow me. I will make you fishermen for men. At once, Simon and Andrew left their nets and followed him. Jesus continued walking by Lake Galilee. He saw two other brothers, James and John, the sons of Zebi. They were on a boat with their father, Zebi, preparing their nets to catch fish. Jesus told them to come with him. At once, they left their, the boat and their father, and they followed Jesus. Matthew four eighteen through 22. Awesome. Thank you, Weston. Good job. So, twice in there, we heard what? That the disciples did what? They followed at once. At once, they dropped everything they were doing, and they said, we are obedient, and we are faithful, and we are coming up here right now to follow Jesus. Now, Miss Sheridan's going to come up and read my other verses for me, and this is some other disciples that Jesus called, and they had some excuses. They were all going along the road. Someone said to Jesus, I will follow you any place you go. Jesus answers, The foxes have holes to live in, the birds have nests to live in, but the Son of Man has no place to rest his head. Jesus said to another man, Follow me. But the man said, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Let the people who are dead bury their own dead. You must go and tell about the kingdom of God. Another man said, I will follow you, Lord. But first let me go say goodbye to my family. Jesus said, anyone who begins to plow a field but keeps looking back is, is no one in use of the kingdom of God. Luke 9, 57 through 62. Perfect. Thank you. So he called three more disciples. And he called these disciples up here, and they went, eh, but first let me do this. Or I got this other thing I got to do. So I called these first through fifth graders up here. And a bunch of them went, all right, we're going right now. We're up here, which is awesome. They were super obedient. They were faithful to the call of God, and they came up to join us. 
I'm going to call one more time if I have any others that want to come up, to come up. Because just like following Jesus, now the party starts. Once you come up here and you get up here, we're going to play a game. So no more excuses. Come up. Let's have fun. Let's follow Jesus and be obedient. I'm going to turn it over to Michaela now. Good morning, my first through fifth grade room. Who's excited to play a game this morning? That was, you guys are way louder in the back. Who's excited to play a game this morning? Yeah. Okay. So for my game, we're going to need to clear the space because otherwise we're going to have crushed uh, goldfish all over the carpet. So let's clear our, our colors. You can just set them up on the stage or scooch around. And then I'm going to need everyone to stand up. Okay, everyone needs to be standing down there. Let's move this coat in the colors. Perfect. And you want to make sure you don't have anything in your hands for this game. It's going to get a little crazy. Are you ready? Yes, you made it. Of course. Okay. You can just you can put your trash on the stage. We'll get it. I don't know. I guess we're going to find out. Okay. So, this game is everyone listening? I got to make sure you're listening because it's going to get crazy in here. You're going to have one minute. And the game is ultimate. Don't let the balloon touch the ground. Are you ready? I don't want to see any balloons touch the ground. So you might want to make sure you spread out so everyone can get a balloon. Okay. You have one minute. So when the timer... So I'm... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Put your listening ears on really fast. Can you hear me? Okay. I'm going to give you one minute. So when the timer goes off, everyone has to freeze and sit down. But in the meantime, you have to keep all the balloons in the air. Are you ready? Okay. Ready? juggle a lot, just like we juggled all those balloons, right? A lot of things. Sometimes those things are school, sports, music, the other really cool things that all of you are involved in. Sometimes it's chores. Who does their chores? Who fights their parents about doing their chores? 
Yeah. So sometimes these things or the balloons that we're juggling are things that we really, really want to do. And sometimes they're things that we don't want to do at all. Sometimes they pop in our faces. So can I tell you guys a secret? There's a special group of balloons that are most important. Everyone put your hand on your hair if you want to hear what this balloon's about. Voices off, voices off. This balloon is God. So this balloon is the one that we have to keep up out of all of the balloons. Because even though we want to be doing the fun things, sometimes we have to be following God. And that can be fun too. But most importantly, out of all the things we do, it's to follow God and to be obedient to him, no matter what the distractions are. So we're going to play again, but we have these special balloons. So these ones, no matter what, cannot touch the ground. Are you guys ready to play again? Okay. Yep, we all have to work together to keep these ones up for sure. But wait, do you guys want an extra challenge? Okay, not only do you guys have to keep these ones up, we have to have more. Okay, so we're going to keep those ones up. You have 50 seconds. Keep the balloons up. Keep the balloons up. Keep God up. Keep Keep God up. up. There's too many on the floor. There's too many on the floor. Keep this one up. That one's the most important. Keep those tie-dye ones up. That's good. Seconds this time. Ready? Go! 30! 
You all did pretty great. Okay. While you guys are sitting, you can hang on to the balloons, but we got to make sure we're listening. Because Miss Bailey has something really important to tell us. Are you ready? Okay. Okay, everyone. So we're going to go ahead and put the balloons up because you need both hands to do our homework. So if you could take the balloons over to Miss Cody, that would be great. Nope, go ahead and take them over to Miss Cody, okay? Well, we're going to... Okay, I need I need two helpers. Okay, you and you. Come here. I want you to make sure everybody gets a card. It doesn't matter whether they get an envelope. Okay, and then you, can you help pass out markers? Okay, what, everyone, we're passing out cards and markers. So once everyone gets a card and a marker, sit down, okay? That's okay. An envelope is fine. Anything, whether it's a card or an envelope or a piece of paper. Does everyone have a marker? Here's some markers. Do you want to pass around some markers? Here's some more markers. Okay, does everyone have a card and a marker? Perfect, so all, all eyes up here. All right, perfect. All right, can everyone sit down once you have a card and a marker? All right, who wants to be this, who wants to come up and tell me one thing they learned today on the microphone? Okay, what is one thing you learned today? That if someone does something that you don't like, then you should forgive them. Very good. Very good. One of the first through fifth graders. All right, what did you learn today? That um, when we should that we should forgive others when, even when they don't forgive us. Good, good. Okay. So did we also learn today that we should follow God? Good. And that we should call when or we should go when He calls us. Great. So we're going to just write down a little um, a little card. We're going to write down a couple things on our card for us to remember and to think about this week, okay? Perfect. You want that for your mom? Nice. Good. So I want everybody to write down on their card, Jesus loves me. And if you can't spell, just write a picture, okay, showing that Jesus loves you. Can you draw a picture showing how Jesus loves you? Good. 
<laughs> oh, nice job. And after you write down, Jesus loves me, write, and wants me to follow him. Jesus loves me and wants me to follow him. So here, here is your challenge this week. So anytime you see this card, here's what we're... Okay, so here's your challenge this week. So every time you see this card, I want you to sit down and I want you to pray and spend time with God asking him what he's calling you to do, okay? Where he's calling you to be obedient um, and where he is calling you to follow him. You want to give that to your mom too? Great. All right, so what is, one more time, what is our message this week? That we need to follow? Perfect, good. All right, um, with that, I will hand it back to Pastor Greg and let him finish us out. All right. You guys did awesome. You guys can just keep working on your cards real quick. Just You're already done? Oh, you're a pretty good speller, too. Good job. All right. You can see now, as soon as I get up here, I stir the pot instead of help the pot s slow down. But that, that's what it's all about. So, guys, again, just give, give these, these ministers and teachers and all these kids a great round of applause. They did a great, great job. And like I said, it, having the, the hearts that they have and the, and the special patience that they have been given by God to to work with these kids and to really minister to their hearts and to do what they're wanting to do. Guys, I just want to, I wanted to thank you all so much for, for, for coming to this church and enjoying this service and taking care of your kids the way that God would see them. And, and the one thing that I want to ask, if you all have a need or a heart or a question or any direction, we can always use more ministers through with these kids. Amen? We've got a great, and a great direction that's going on back there. Again, these teachers and these ministers are doing a great job. So if, if, you're, if you're sitting there maybe possibly wondering what it always looked like back there or maybe could I get involved or maybe could I do something or just want to see what it's like, I hope you got a little bit of a taste of what goes on back there today for, for all of you to, to join in. And listen, it doesn't, it doesn't take a special other than a special heart, but just asking God in Christ just to have a heart for these kids, you can be back there. And I'll even, I'll, even, I'll even take it another step. I've got a few guys right now, but we need a male presence back there. I can't be in every classroom all at once. Listen, man, 
you guys are just as good teachers, and I know a lot of you in here personally have just as big a heart as these ladies do. So don't feel like you can't step in and, and find your gap and find your niche and find your place. Josh and Nicole as well. They've got some guys and people coming on in there, but there's so many places that that outside of these walls and outside of our family structure that there's so many things that are broken and coming apart and things that are separated and look different to these kids. We have to get male presence into this ministry. I know they're serving, and I know y'all are serving in a lot of other areas, but a male presence with these kids, training them up in a fatherly figure, we need that as well, as long with other teachers as well. So if that's, if you saw something today or something touched your heart or you got to see your, your son or your daughter up here participating today, just come find me, come tell me. We can get some information into your hands. Find Josh, find Nicole. Just find somebody. Just find somebody. Amen? Guys, we, we love you so much. We thank you for this opportunity. I hope you all enjoyed it. I didn't know exactly what this was going to look like. I was kind of, I was pulling my hair out most of the couple of weeks to try to try to figure out what was going to happen. But you know what? It organically turns into what God wants it to do when you deal with your kids. Amen? Amen. So again, give everybody a round of applause for these kids and the, these teachers. One last thing before I turn it over to Becky. I don't know how many or everybody, but I'm going to give away a youth Bible for the kids. So whoever has your raffle tickets, whoever has your blue tickets, I don't know if everybody got them at the door. It got kind of crazy in the back. So everybody get your tickets out. Everybody pull your blue tickets out. Okay? Hold on. I'm going to let you draw it because they'll think I'm cheating. All right. All right, we have Miss Becky's holding this up here. We got a youth action Bible. It's for a little bit older kids, but you know what? Moms, dads, you can take that opportunity and read out of this Bible to your little ones if they can't read yet. Amen? All right, does everybody have a ticket? Okay, I'm going to let Miss Becky draw so y'all don't think I'm cheating. The winning number is 404. Three, four, five. So close. so close. So I think it should be three, three, four, five. The last three numbers should be three, four, five. Does anybody have it? Three, four, five. Oh. Oh, it's back there. All right. Okay. I'll not. Perfect. Good deal. I know he won't like it, just like his dad doesn't like being called out, but Trace and Wegley gave that Bible to us. <laughs> Good job, Wegs. All right. Guys, I love you so much. This is concludes our service. We have been... Actually, I got one more. I'm, well, Becky's going to do that for me. Miss Becky's going to close out with announcements after Miss Becky is done. If the kids would like a balloon, but we're going to let Miss Becky finish announcements first, right, kids? All right. And then after she is done, we you guys can come up and get a balloon, and then then we'll be dismissed. I'll turn it over to Becky.
Wonderful. Thank you guys so much. Big round of applause to Generation Now and Pastor Greg. That was so incredible watching everybody participate and learn and getting to see that. So thank you. Um, thank you, everyone, for that ex wonderful experience. Um, so we have our tithes and offerings. As you see, we don't pass a hat here. You're welcome to tithe three different ways, whether that's online or um, through the, uh, the box in the back there as well. And uh, we also have Pastor Lynette uh, preaching the message next week, and we're so excited to see her up on stage. She always kills it, as you guys know. And we will be doing a dedication, uh, a baby dedication after this. So we were just going to ask if you guys would please quietly uh, move out of the auditorium. You are welcome to watch and witness that. Um, but if you could just be mindful of, of respecting and, and being prayerful for that, uh, the baby dedication that Pastor Mark is going to be doing up here as well. But with that, I am so grateful. I hope that you all have a wonderful, blessed day. And we are so glad you came today. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye, -bye. Bye